Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I want to talk about uh, two films that are very, very much unlike uh, each other. One is a documentary. The other is, uh, you know, fictional scripted film. Um, But in the middle of these two very, very different films, there is the same scene. And um, just exactly the same scene. And... uh, yeah, I mean, it's in a different time frame, <laughs> a different setting, but it's the same scene. And uh, in one one of the films, uh, it has the absolute opposite effect as in the other film. Um, the exact same scene. Uh, and in one, one film, um, it's, uh, it inspires a certain kind of emotion in the audience. And uh, in the other movie, the same scene inspires... Uh, the the opposite emotion. And uh, the reason I want to talk about it is that it demonstrates a really important point about art, not, not only art, uh, including uh, writing for the screen, which is in art, um, but also in life. And here, here it is. Context is everything. One of the films, the documentary, is called Wings of Desire. I think that's what it is. Um, and it just follows these birds. There was a, there was a um, that is the single most extraordinary uh, uh, example of cinematography, uh, the greatest achievement I've ever seen in cinematography. They discovered uh, in the mid-century, hundred years ago or so, that um, uh, birds, uh, in, in particular waterfowl, gaze ducks, swans. Uh, they um, uh, uh, imprint upon their mothers. That is to say, they the very first thing they see when they hatch from their eggs, uh, they will attach to emotionally, uh, I don't want to say spiritually or, or intellectually, we're talking about ducks, but, um, you know, in a mental way. Uh, and, and they will follow that. They will see that as the leader, as the protector, and they will follow that around and, a um, uh, a German behaviorist did a study where he arranged that he, Conrad Lorenz, would uh, be the first thing that they that they see, and um, uh, the these ducks, these geese, when uh, they were um, hatched, and indeed they followed them around. This amazing footage of, of them lining up and following this guy. Uh, even, you know, down the road, twisting, turning, whichever way he went, they went, he goes into the pond, they follow him in and swim behind him. And, and so, well, in Wings of Desire, they do that with, with, with light, ultralight aircraft. Uh, they, I mean, these, these, and they have these birds that are imprinted upon them that follow them really, really up close. Um, and, I mean, they, they, they fly high in the sky and they fly low. They, they, they actually track with these birds. I mean, from two feet away, uh, you know, the, the aircraft, they're, they're like these little little delicate frame things with motor, uh, with lawnmower engines, it seems like, driving that, that uh, prop. But um, uh, it can support very little weight. And that's all it has to support because it's got the pilot on it, who is also the camera person. And, um, uh, wow, they fly right, right, right next up to the, uh, just to these creatures in, in, in the most amazing way. 
And the creatures, I think, help out because they, again, they have imprinted upon them in preparation for making, for making, for making this film. And you really get to know these birds. They can fly, as I say, really, really high at points. They fly, uh, you know, under the bridges across the the uh, uh, the Seine in in in, in Paris. Um, you really get to know these these birds. And um, later uh, down the line in the film. You see a bunch of duck hunters or uh, geese hunters, hunters, you know, guys with guns uh, at, at hunting blinds uh, out in the countryside, wherever they have uh, areas where they where they do this, where they uh, they shoot uh, shoot down game birds, uh, and uh, they've been tracking in the film. They've been tracking these geese and these ducks flying through the air, and and now here are these these. Uh, um, hunters down below and they're they're loading their guns and so on and they're going to be shooting at these birds and we're praying the audience is praying that they don't shoot the birds uh the birds get away we know these birds we love these birds uh these evil hunters going to shoot them full of lead knock them out of the sky and tear them apart and eat them um uh in the in the other film uh it's uh, uh the donner party the Donner Party, based in reality, uh, you know, 150 years ago or whenever it was, sometime in the uh, 1800s, a uh, uh, pioneer family making their way to uh, uh, a group of families, a wagon train uh, um, containing a number of families making its way to uh, California um, and getting uh, stuck in the Sierra in the winter, uh, up in a great pass there that fills up with a lot of snow. They now call it the Donner Pass because that's where the Donner party got trapped and they had to park there until the uh, season left. They couldn't go back uh, down the, to the eastern side of the Sierra. They were already snowed in from that side and they couldn't go forward because of the, the ferocious uh, um, storms that were coming in and the the, the uh, mountains of snow that that lay in front of them on top of the, the mountains that are, of the Sierra. So they had to hunker down there. And there, um, the real uh, uh, part of the story that, that makes it so famous is they, uh, they had no food. They were dependent upon hunting, and there was really nothing to hunt. Uh, and um, they, they had to resort to cannibalism as, as members of the party died. They would actually uh, have to consume them. Uh, their lives depended upon it uh they didn't kill anybody but they did eat the bodies of their compatriots their family members who who died uh and there's one scene in the donner party uh, where where uh, in in, the, in that movie where they're starving in the way that i just described and down to having to do that when when suddenly there's a flock of geese fly fly above the uh Fly above the uh, uh, scene. Uh, they're up in the high high Sierra, and the, the the hunters they get out their long rifles and they get ready to try to shoot down one or another of these birds. And you're praying; the whole audience is praying that they they kill one, or even better would be a whole bunch of these birds and tear them tear them up. So same scene and the absolute uh, opposite emotion in each. Uh, um, setting because of the context. The context is what's 
happening, what's going on. And that's what writers have to have to write. You have to define uh, what it is that uh, uh, is really part of the context. And what's part of the context is anything that moves the story forward. Eric Bentley, a critic and um, uh, film his, uh, theatrical theater historian, a, a student of um, of drama, the history of the theater more than film, uh, but dramatic narrative is dramatic narrative. Uh, he talks about uh, in the life of the drama, which is his his book about dramatic narratives. He talks about uh, dramatic narratives as as rivers. He compares them. To reverse his plot is the river, a, 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 a story looks like a river. That is to say, uh, in places it's it's wide and quiet, and, and, and in others it's narrow and and sort of in between, and then in others it's it's rapids and, and foamy white. And uh, as it moves along, it goes from one to another, from very violent to kind of placid and serene. It does all those uh all those different things, and uh, what it uh, never does is stop moving. It's always moving, sometimes fast, sometimes slow, but always moving. And that's what you've got to do with your story, and that's why I say all you need to know is that uh, uh, if something keeps that that uh, story moving, it doesn't matter what it is, leave it in. <laughs> and if it doesn't do that, lose it. Get rid of it. Let's talk more about uh, these issues in a concrete way in in podcasts to come. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walker. Please uh, subscribe on Medium and Substack and do um, share these episodes with the pals on social media and tell everybody about my podcasts uh, um, and, uh, uh, and, and, and thanks for coming back next time.